Yo, what's up, podcast world? It's Zach Neal. Hope you guys are well. Listen, so, you know, I'm driving, so the sound quality sometimes on these car casts can be a little weird. Apologies, but I promise the message will not be weird and it will not be weak. So I'm not going to do intro music and I'm not going to do all the fancy stuff today. Um, Not that my podcast is super fancy to begin with, but I'm not going to give it any extra production because I feel like there's something I want to talk about that I feel... Um, is going to help you. And I feel like you're going to, you're going to relate to it. Like I've related to it. So let's just go right into it and quit fucking around with the small talk. Shall we? You have champagne taste on a beer budget. That's the easiest way that I can put it. A lot of people have heard that phrase before. And if you haven't, what it basically means is you have expensive taste, but you don't have the money to afford them. You have expensive desires, but you're not willing to put in the work to get it. And Man, I'm seeing this around me all the time on the smallest level, which is what makes it so fucking pathetic to me. I'm you used to hear these things where people like wanted shit that was like, I want a Ferrari. Okay, but you make $35,000 a year, so you, I mean, you can't afford a Ferrari, but like that's something to want. I have motherfuckers around me now that are like, I just I just want a Hyundai. I just want a Hyundai, right? They're they're level of what they want. I'm not using that. That's not a literal thing. I don't know anybody that that wants a Hyundai. And if you have one, no offense. I'm sure they're fine cars. I'm just saying like the lower end has become like the new middle. And this is what I don't understand. There are people around me, literally people around me that I have heard say they just want to make enough money to pay their bills. That's as far as their, their goals take them. They just want to make enough money to pay their bills. Not enough money to like retire in the Bahamas. Not enough money to like own an airplane someday. Not enough money to have a boat. Not enough money to have complete financial independence and retire at 40. Like none of those lofty dreams and goals that I used to hear people talking about when I was younger. The big dream, retire at 50 so we can spend a decade seeing the country in a motorhome or what, you know, whatever the kind of shit that our parents, our uncles and aunts, or older adults around when we were young were talking about. And I'm saying we being me, I don't know how old you are, but I'm in my late 30s. So anyway, I'm, I'm hearing these things like, and I'm calling it champagne taste on a beer budget, but the champagne that you're after now is cheap shit that you should just automatically get. So let me go into what I'm talking about and why I'm like, I'm, I'm not pissed. I'm really fucking disappointed because when we were all little, everybody wanted to be something cool, right? A fucking fireman or a rock star or a police officer or a fucking astronaut or the president or a doctor or a marine biologist. Everybody picked out some fucking cool or an athlete, a football star. Everybody picked out some cool fucking career on career day in like the third grade. And now what mostly everybody's become is like average basic shit at best. And everybody's depressed and miserable about their life because all the shit that they wanted when they were at their default self, their nine or 10 year old self, when they, the world was still pure and in front of them. At some point, the world or everyone around you convinced you that you couldn't fucking have that, that that wasn't for you, that the better stuff in life wasn't for you, that you weren't a fucking blue blood, that you couldn't get it because you weren't smart enough or fast enough or pretty enough or rich enough or whatever the fuck it was, you allowed the world around you to convince you that you weren't going to get those things. 
So you started the process of settling, right? And, and that's a surrender, by the way. When we say settle, what we really mean is you're a fucking pussy and you gave up and you fucking surrendered. So you couldn't get into the space program, so you fucking surrendered that dream and opted instead of being a fucking astronaut, maybe you would be, you know, a pilot, but then you didn't do, you didn't pursue that or somebody told you you weren't smart enough or you couldn't afford the school or whatever the fuck it was. And then you ended up being the, the desk clerk at Home Depot, right? There's nothing wrong with that either, but it's not what you wanted. So you fucking surrendered and surrendered. And so now you've got this life where you're fucking full of regret or you're full of misery, but you're not old enough to be so fucking regretful or miserable because if you've got air in your lungs and you can still get up and go to work, then you can still make something happen. You still have the opportunity to bend your own reality and make something happen, but you're not doing it. But that's not really the point of this fucking blurb today but that's just a little reality check on the the fucking deals you start to make with yourself and the, the slow surrender the giving up of dreams and hopes and aspirations to allow your life to become whatever shit it is today and maybe your life isn't shit maybe you're happy and you're great and fuck you awesome for you then go live your great fucking life but chances are if you're tuning into this podcast there's something missing that you're looking for And if you're tuning into this podcast or others like it specifically, then chances are there's something missing in your career or your finances or your quality of life or the dream that you're chasing and you're trying to get some pointers and some tips. And so here we are, right? So you have champagne taste on a beer budget. What does that mean? Simply means this. You want to make $100,000 a year but you only want to work a nine to five. Okay, is it possible? Yeah, you can definitely make a hundred grand a year working a nine to five. Is that as far as your aspirations go? I don't know, but let's just say, let's change the stakes a little bit. You want to make $300,000 a year, but you only want to work a nine to five. You want to be home in time to have sit down dinner with your family. You want to watch TV, Netflix. You want to binge watch your favorite shows. You want to golf on the weekends. You want to take two weeks vacation every year to some warm tropical place. You want to have movie night and poker night. You want to hang out with your neighbors all summer long and sit out on the back deck and drink beer and listen to music and everything I've just described. There's nothing wrong with it if you're satisfied with your life. There's nothing wrong with any of that. But if you aspire for more, if you have champagne taste, then you can't expect to get those things on a fucking beer budget. I've had someone recently stand in front of me and tell me the amount of money that they want to make per year, right? This is the amount of money I want to make per year. It's like, I don't know, I guess their comfort zone money or the or the, just their aspiration of like what will make their life better a financial problem. This is the amount of money they want to make per year, but they do not want to do the work to make that money. Like, let's just say that 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 work would require working five days a week. They only want to work one day a week, or they only want to work two days a week and not work the rest of the time, but they want the salary. So that's like me saying, 
I want to make a million dollars a year and be a big fucking entrepreneur, but I only want to go to work three days a week because the rest of the time I want to go boating and hang out with my kids, go fishing and dick around and pursue my hobbies. Listen, you can have anything you want. You can laugh and you can not believe me, but that's your fucking problem. Just because you don't believe me doesn't mean that I'm not 100% right. Just because you disagree with me does not mean that I'm not 100% right. It just means you're a fucking moron. Bottom line, you could be offended. I, I honestly don't give a fuck if you are offended. You can stop listening. I'm just hitting you with truth. A lot of other people will tell you a bunch of bullshit or they'll try to sell you something. I'm not selling anything on my podcast. I'm not asking you to buy anything. I don't have a tape series or a book or some sort of special program or life help guru shit. I don't sell anything. I'm giving you my knowledge for free. So you can be mad or you can disagree with me. You can say whatever you want, but I'm just telling you the truth. So now that we've established that I'm just telling you the truth, maybe it can ease the fact that like, I'm calling you a moron or I'm calling you names, but that's what it is. You can disagree with me on this, but you're wrong. I'm telling you, you're wrong. So you're not, if you're not willing to put in the time, then don't fucking complain about what you don't have. Your decisions, like I'm telling you, you can do anything that you want to do. It doesn't matter what it is. If there's something that you really want, look, God, human ingenuity, human inventiveness, we, we are the most intuitive and inventive species to ever walk the fucking face of the earth, right? We're top of the food chain. Look at what our, our race has done, the human race. Look at what, what we've accomplished, what we've invented, what we've created from medicine to science. We've cured plagues and diseases and up, taken tumors out of babies' brains who aren't even born yet. We do amazing things every single day. But you're concerned that maybe you don't know if you could finish your tap dancing lessons. Or you're not sure if you have the balls to go to your boss and ask for that raise or that advance. The things that like you've held back from in your life are so fucking pathetic. And it's your own fault because at some point you made a compromise with yourself to start being a fucking loser and giving up on yourself. You started surrendering everything that you wanted one piece at a time. Even if you're not aware of it, it's the truth. But it's not too late. That's the silver lining in the cloud. It's not too late. You can still go do the thing that you wanted to do is still available to you. You can still go do it. No one's stopping you. It's just you. You're in your own fucking way. Think about all the excuses you're going to make right now in your head. 99% of the people who are listening to this podcast will make 100 excuses out loud or in their head. Even while you're listening to this. Think about the thing you really wanted to do with your life. And if you're not doing that thing, start the fucking trail of excuses as to why you didn't do it. I got pregnant when I was a teenager. I didn't have money. My mom died. I got sick. Somebody else got sick. I didn't get into the school I wanted. I had to quit my job to help my family. Blah, 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 blah. What's your excuse today? What's stopping you? If you have enough time to listen to my big mouth rant and rave, then you have enough time to go chase your fucking dream, even if it's just an extra hour a day that you start putting in to something that actually makes you happy. Why are you sitting around giving up on yourself, not pursuing your true self, not living your truth, 
the real thing that you really wanted to do, not the money, not the success or accolades, the real thing that you're actually passionate about that you really want to do, why the fuck aren't you putting some time and effort into living that dream and that truth? And the answer is because you gave up because you're a pussy. And if you think that I'm wrong, you're just a fucking idiot. You can disagree with me. It doesn't mean I'm wrong. It just means that you can't see the light between the trees because the fundamental difference between me and you is that I am actually doing the things that I want to do and that I wanted to do with my life. And I'm not tuning in to somebody else's podcast to get advice and try to figure myself out and how I become something when I grow up. I've already taken those steps to live my truth. What's your excuse? I'm not going to get into my background because I've talked about it a hundred times in my podcast. Where I come from, from poverty, from lack of opportunity, uh, I, was, I was born into disadvantage, yet here I am. What's your excuse? So back to the beginning, champagne tastes on a beer budget. I am so sick and tired of having people ask me or talk to me about their financial problems. It makes me fucking sick. I am so sick of people coming to me with the most solvable financial problems in the world, yet they are not willing to solve them. Unless you are in debt millions of dollars and you have like no prospects of making money, then there is no situation that you can't crawl out of. Like, that's the fact. I have people messaging me, emailing me, hitting me up in person, friends of mine, family members, saying things to me about their financial perils, and they tell me their situation. I look them dead in the eye and say, that's an easy fix, person. You just need an extra $600 a month or an extra $2,000 a month or an extra $500 a week, and then I will lay out a path for how they can get that And they look at me like, wow, cool. And then they don't fucking do it. And then the same fucking people that are DMing me on Instagram, that are hitting me up, even on Twitter now, the same people that are hitting me up on those platforms and in person and people that I know that I've given the advice to that will totally solve their problem. And it's like so obvious, like you're not working enough. You're not fucking working enough. How much time are you dedicating to your hobbies? How much time are you dedicating to sports or playing fucking video games? How many how many hours are you dedicating to other bullshit in your life that's not work and not earning that extra money? All you have to do is add another day out of the week to do something to earn money or create a fucking eBay store. Do something. There's so many, so many solutions out there. We're living in a time where social media and the internet is so powerful that you can make a side hustle or a main hustle without even leaving your house. You can literally make a fucking living on eBay or on Facebook Marketplace or on Craigslist. You can make a living doing that shit. Even if you don't want to dedicate that kind of time, you could make anywhere from another 100 to $1,000 plus a week just doing that shit. But you don't really want to learn. You want to listen to the podcast and say, that sounds interesting. Maybe I'll go do that. And then you won't fucking do it because you'll you'll be so ignorant that you won't realize that the answer to every question you could possibly have as to how to start that eBay store or how to do that podcast 
or how to whatever, whatever is right in front of you, available to you 24 seven on a little thing called Google that has the answer to all of those questions that you could possibly ask, but you won't pick up your own fucking smartphone and Google it and figure it out. You're here dicking around, shuffling through podcasts like mine, trying to find some gurus or some people that apparently have the quotations answers, right? Rather than just getting off your own fucking ass and picking up your own device and punching in the question you have into Google and then tracing it down and figuring it out. Go up in your attic and find everything you're never going to use again from Christmas decorations to fucking old sports cards and start selling them on eBay or the Facebook marketplace. Take that extra shift at your job that's fucking available to you that is right in front of your face that everyone's been saying, does anyone want to pick up that Thursday afternoon shift and go pick up that fucking shift? Why on earth wouldn't you? Like, what are you doing in your life that is so important or special that you don't have time to work another day shift or night shift or morning shift to solve your financial problems? So what I'm getting to is you just don't do it because you're lazy or you're stupid or you're both or you're unfucking motivated And I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings, but that's just the truth. But here's the best part. Again, the silver lining, you don't have to be lazy or stupid or unmotivated. You can change that by actually doing something towards your goal. So the same people that cry to me about financial problems or how they can't get their businesses launched or they're chasing a dream and trying to make it happen. Those same people, after receiving the advice that they need and getting the answers to their questions, don't do it and are back complaining about the same shit in their life a fucking week after I talked to them, same complaints. Living in this stress bubble, can't figure it out, constantly stressed out about money, on edge all the time, can't put two and two together, just can't fucking adult. Just can't adult today, man. Just can't just can't get this right. Can't figure out why I don't have any money because you work fucking three days a week. You work three days a week at a retail store. Of course you can't make any fucking money. You're doing the wrong thing. You're fucking up. Figure it out. People that make $100,000 a year work 40 plus hours a week minimum in a professional job doing some sort of skilled work or business work or marketing or real estate or something where you can earn a six-figure income and they work all the fucking time and chances are they probably work a Saturday as well. So they're lucky if they get like one day off or a half a day off a week and their job's not cutting off at five o'clock and it's like the fucking leave it to beaver show and they're just coming home and being with their family the clock's not shutting off that's not fucking happening they're bringing their work home with them and they're on their internet and they're sending text messages throughout the night or throughout the days that this is what it takes but here you are you want that life you want financial stability you want to have the best health insurance provided by a job or some career path or you want to make six figures but you want to work three fucking days a week and spend the other three days a week jerking yourself off fucking off with your girlfriend or your boyfriend or going out shopping or taking trips or whatever the fuck people waste their time with that's the shit you're doing but you're bitching about being broke and then here it comes to be rent time or cell phone payment time or car payment time or student loan payment time And now you're all fucking stressed out again and bothering everyone around you, by the way, because that stress and that negative fucking energy that you're giving off 
and freaking everyone around you out all the time, it's it's affecting the people around you because you're on edge and you're testy and you're moody and you're like you're like the fucking starving man, like coming out of the wilderness, haven't eaten in two weeks, wild eyed, looking for a dollar because here it is, it's the first of the month again, and you gotta pay your bills and you're all fucking stressed out. The answer's right there. Go to work another day of the week. And if you, by the way, if you already work five days a week, pick up a sixth day. If you work six days a week, pick up a seventh day. If you work seven days a week, pick up the night shift or the morning shift or start your eBay hustle or start your Craigslist hustle or your Facebook marketplace hustle or go flea marketing and buy shit from fucking flea markets or from garage sales and then sell it online for a small markup figure out what the gap is in your finances, what you're missing, how much you need to earn to fill in that gap, that that like sweet spot where you're like, you're not struggling and stressing anymore and go fucking do it. What the fuck is wrong with you that you're not doing it? Think about it. What is so important that happens for you on a Sunday that you, oh, I can't work on Sundays. Why? What are you doing? Watching football? fucking off go work there's only so many years that your body this blessing this gift of health and the bodies that we have there's only so many years that you're gonna have the ability to go do that shit do you want to be facing these same financial problems when you're 80 and you can't get out of a fucking chair like fix them now while you have the opportunity what are you doing on the days of the week or the nights or the mornings that you're not working What are you doing that is so important that you can't go actually fix your financial problems by doing any one of the dozen things I've just mentioned to you? And if you tell me it's quality of life and life balance, fuck you. You're an idiot. You have no quality of life when you don't have enough money to pay your bills and you're living in a stress bubble created by financial tension that will eat you and the people around you alive. The number one cause of marriages ending, divorces, and relationship problems are financial problems. So if you think that you're having some quality, like I need Sundays off to decompress. That's the day I watch my favorite sports teams and drink beer and sit on my couch. Then enjoy your life because you've, what you've just told me is your life is about beer and sports and dicking off with your friends or your family members. That's more important to you than having stability or having that other thing that you bitch about all the time, which is not having enough money. So if you're happy, if that's where your true happiness comes from, is the dicking off time and the then great, go have a happy life. Like I am happy for you. I don't begrudge you for being happy. I'm not mad at anybody for chasing happiness. Go be happy by all means, please go be happy. But do me a favor. Don't ever run your fucking mouth and bitch and moan about your financial troubles to the people around you ever again. Because it it makes people who actually hustle, who actually are working hard, like me, it makes me sick to my fucking stomach to see people wallowing in the shit and complaining about it when all of the solutions to those types of problems are right there in front of them and they're just not willing to do it because they have champagne taste on beer budget and they don't even have good champagne taste they're not complaining that they haven't bought a yacht yet or that they're not living in a 6,000 square foot house yet or that they haven't bought the condo down at the shore yet or that they haven't bought a fucking Lambo yet that's that's not the bitching that I'm hearing 
what I'm hearing is, I wish I could just make enough money to pay my bills. If you can't figure that out, you're fucked. So here it is. Here's the answer. And then the end of this blurb, we're going to call this a blurb cast today because it's not quite a podcast. It's more just like a conscious stream of my angry thoughts. I'm angry because I want you to win, by the way. This this is good anger. This is not me being mad at you and just beating up on you and calling you names because I don't like you. I want you to win so bad that I'm passionate about it. And it makes me angry to see people struggle when it's so easy for them to step up and help themselves. But also, you need to practice self-awareness and be self-aware enough to be honest with yourself. Hey, why can't you work on Thursdays? Why? Why can't you work on Thursdays? This is obviously just, you know, a a fake question I'm posing. I don't know if you work Thursdays or not, but why can't you work on Thursday? Well, because Thursday is the day that, um, you know, I hang out with my boyfriend. Like we, we go out to the movies. Okay. So be the best at being a girlfriend. That's your new career path. You're not going to be the best worker or the best career person or the best CEO or the best new entrepreneur, the best baker. You're not going to be the best at that. Now your focus is being the best girlfriend. If that's what you want to be when you grow up is the somebody's best girlfriend, then go be that. But then don't bitch about not having enough money to cover your bills or learn to live lower and need less or want less. You see, because people who are satisfied financially, they're not bitching about money. You ne- you'll never, no one will ever catch me bitching about money. It just doesn't fucking happen. Last year, huh, last year I lost through investment investments. I mean, I will maybe make some of it back, but last year I would say my output was so much greater than my input. I, I put out and or lost $400,000 more than I brought in. In my world, $400,000 is still enough money to be a little bit upset about. It's still real money. It's not, I'm not, I'm not like Bill Gates over here. So $400,000 It's still fucking real money. Didn't bitch about it one time. Didn't lose an ounce of sleep about it. Not about that. People who are financially stable are not bitching about money. Because it's not about money at this point. It's about what you can do to improve your hustle. And if your hustle is legacy or if your hustle is reputation, if your hustle is helping others, whatever whatever the metric is, that you define your success by, happiness, things, wealth, whatever, when you are stabilized in those positions, all you're thinking about is how you can keep increasing the good. You're not struggling to figure out how you fucking feed yourself tomorrow. Not in this country. No way. There are way too many poor people living in shithole and squalor all over the world. We live in one of the richest countries in the whole world. And one of the places with some of the most opportunity in the whole world. Come on, man. You can make more working at a fast food restaurant in America than you can make being a doctor in some other countries. A fucking doctor in certain parts of India makes less money than a fast food drive through person makes in America. There is no reason that you can't pull it together. So, wrapping up. Champagne tastes on a beer budget. And your champagne that you want in a lot of cases is fucking cheap shit. And you're not even figuring out how to do that. Silver lining, positive ending, 
You can change being a shitbag right now. You can stop being lazy. You can stop being unmotivated. You can actually go fix the... Imagine a world where your problems are actually fixed by yourself, not by a handout or by someone else creating an opportunity for you, but by you just taking advantage of the opportunities that you already have and the things you can fix with your own hand and actually making the life that you really want, actually making the money that you really want, actually getting yourself into a position where you're stable financially, spiritually, emotionally, professionally, personally, that you can actually live a good life and be happy to go to work. What do you like more? What's more important to you? Your Sunday afternoon football games or not having to worry about where you're getting rent from next month? You figure out, you make the choice. Stop having champagne taste on a beer budget. Have champagne taste on a champagne budget and make it happen yourself. That's it for today. I hope you enjoy. DM me on Instagram at the real Zach Neal. Don't be scared to ask me questions just because I beat up some people who have asked me questions. I beat them up on the phone as well. I also beat them up on my responses when it's deserved. And it's not beating up because I'm a bully. It's beating up because I love you and I want you to win. And I want to share what I've learned. And like I said at the very beginning of this, I turned this camera around and pointed at myself because I have been guilty many times of bitching and moaning and complaining about the way I want things to be when I myself have been guilty of not taking advantage of every opportunity around me or choosing to do other things rather than the things I should have done. We're all guilty of it. But the difference is, is that I've done something to change my perspective. I've done something to change my situation. I'm making the effort. What are you doing? See ya. Hey, what's up? It's Zach Neal. How you doing? Hope you're having a great day, great week, great fucking life. Listen, I've been thinking and um, I think we should have a little talk (laughs) about my podcast and about you guys that listen. And, uh, you know, the podcast is growing. We started off with 10 or 15 listeners a week and now we've got hundreds of listeners a week. And, um, I think it's going to keep growing, man. I feel good about it. I think it's going to get into the thousands and who knows. But I think part of the authenticity of this podcast and what's made it interesting to me doing it for the last over a year now, um, and I don't know, I think we're almost at 100 episodes. We should do something special for the 100th episode. We're, we're close. We might be there. Maybe I missed it. Fuck. Anyway, something that, that's made it special, the authenticity of it, is that I've always spoken to you from my heart. I've always said what's true. I've always said what's on my mind, what's really worked for me, the things that I've done in my own life and my own businesses that have worked. And what makes that special is I'm not giving you guys, you know, cookie cutter advice. I'm not giving you, you know, book advice. I'm not giving you the shit that you're hearing from other people. I'm telling you what's working right now. And the best part is I'm still learning. And we never stop learning. You're never going to be a fucking top line expert on any subject because there's always more to learn. And so as I'm learning, even at the level that I'm playing at now, I'm sharing that with you guys. But one of the things that I have failed to touch on, which is literally, it's the crux of my existence. It's what makes me me. And I'm not talking about it. I'm not sharing it in the podcast and not intentionally. I just, I've kind of forgotten that the, it's the most important part of who I am. And it's also the most important and valuable part of what I can share with you guys. So 
I'm going to start kind of on my, my new mission with this podcast and with all of the content that I'm creating, which is the vlog that I'm still working on for, I put some up on IGTV, but I'm going to get way more invested in that. But my new mission statement is to share my message, which is simply this. You ready? <laughs> Do what you actually love for a living. Now, I don't mean pick a job that you can tolerate or pick a, you know, pick inside. I mean, do the things that you actually love and care about and get paid to do them. That's what I do. That's what I've always done. When I decided at 20 years old that I really didn't want to work for anybody else ever again, and I did sporadically, I've taken different jobs at different times in my life or times where I needed to make extra money. But when I decided I was going to work for myself, initially the thought was, I'm going to do the things that I love and get paid to do them. So with me, there was, you know, different things that I love. I loved music. And so I figured out a way, even as a a would-be aspiring musician and artist, I found a way to get paid. In most cases, I was making more money living a musician's life than a lot of artists that were signed to major label recording contracts and doing big tours. I was making more money in small towns playing in fire halls because I figured out how to be the promoter and the band. Instead of going through a bunch of middlemen, I figured out how I could rent the fire hall myself. I could put on the show myself. I could charge at the door and make that money and also pay my own band and the other bands. And instead of being in a position where I would make $100 a night, I would make $1,000 a night because I would be the promoter and the artist. And that that is what started it for me. And then there was a string of businesses after that, recording studios and production houses and consulting and marketing firms and you know, I had owned a construction company. I did, you know, I used to work as a carpenter part-time and full-time for other people. Then I started my own construction company and hired carpenters. And it's always been my dream to do the things that I wanted to do, that I love doing and get paid to do them. And so if nothing else, my mission has got to be what I'm going to share with the world is that your life does not have to be about the bullshit and the bills and the mundane tasks and the shitty job and the pressure of the mortgage and the car payment and the credit card debt and the student loans. And you don't have to live that life. And I am your proof. I am your living proof that you don't have to live that life. And that I promise you that with maybe a few exceptions of some really obscure shit, you can do what you love to do for a living and get paid to do it. And believe me, I'm your proof because if I can do it, you can do it because I don't have the same tools and resources. I didn't have the same tools and resources that most of you probably have. I didn't even have a high school education. I'm a dropout, no college. I had no money. I came from a poor family. I came from humble means. I didn't have I didn't have two nickels to rub together. I had nothing. And I was able to, and it took, believe me, it took time and work. I'm not going to pitch this to you as it's the easiest thing in the world to do. I had to work very, very fucking hard. And I had to work for many years to make what my life is today a reality. But it didn't take me too long to be earning my low-level living doing things that I love to do. So that is my mission to share that with you. If nothing else, I want to make your life better because the reason why I'm so positive and the reason why I'm so filled with joy and I have so much happiness and love in my life as a person 
is because every day, even though I'll, you know, I will talk about the grind and how hard it is, because it is working an 18-hour day, six and seven days a week, is a grind for sure, right? But it's it's not work to me because I'm doing things that I love to do. That doesn't mean I'm not still doing things I don't love to do. There's always a balance. Life is all about balance. So there's always a balance. There's always, hey, I get to work with my best friends and I get to work on projects like, you know, creating pop-up bars around my favorite movies or working in media or television or I'm shooting a TV show about, you know, what me and my friends do for a living. Like that's a real thing. We've been shooting a television show for, you know, a while, um, you know, for a major network about what we do for a living. And, and I'm traveling all over the world and I'm jet setting and I'm spending days on beautiful beaches and I'm spending nights in great restaurants. And yeah, there's a great component to this life, but it's not all work because the reason why I'm filled with so much joy is I also have the freedom to be the best dad that I want to be, right? And I'm just, I'm just going to real talk with you guys a little bit. You know, I'm not, not going to preach at you right now. I'm just going to real talk and tell you about my life. I get to be a great dad and I'm not bragging. I'm saying I get to be a great dad because I have the flexibility and the freedom to choose the time that I want to spend with my children one-on-one. Whereas most parents, unfortunately, are stuck in that they only get to see their kids when they get home from work, which is after school, or they're picking their kids up from an after-school daycare program because they, you know, mom and dad have to work a nine-to-five or whatever time you get off work. And that's the time you get with your kids. You know, you see your kids in the morning for a few minutes before they jump on the bus or before you drop them off at school. And then you're off to work and then you see them, you get home from work, you're exhausted. Maybe you share a meal at a table or you watch a little TV and eat in the living room and you spend that hour or two tops with your kids. And then that's it. They're they're off to bed, you're off to bed. It's, you know, back to reality. And the only meaningful time most parents get to spend with their children is on the weekends. Unless you're fortunate enough to be an at-home mom or at-home dad, and you know, then you're. But the other person in the, in the child's life, the other parent, or someone's always separated by work and responsibilities and obligations. And so this life has afforded me, I can spend whatever amount of time I want with my children, and the time they get with me is dedicated time. It's one-on-one time. It's outside playing, riding bikes, going to the park, going bowling, going to movies, playing games, just enjoying. 